Well, here we are, friends. Who's that girl? We are back. Who's that girl? And we, oh, you know what? I still haven't opened my sparkling plum soda, so Ooh. don't be alarmed if you hear if you hear a popping noise. Rhonda has the best snacks. You should know. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go to H Mart. Yeah. All right. Oh. Now that I am. Now that my thirst is partially quenched, <laughs> I think we can get started. Do you already? <laughs> do you also have a thirst for the breakups of New Girl? Um, always. Because yeah. then it'll be fully quenched by the end of this episode. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> what I was hoping for. I. It's a service that we provide you, listener. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On this edition of Pop DNA, we are going into. All of those breakups that we get in New Girl. I feel like this show is largely about the phenomenon of the breakup, you know? Mm, Yeah. It feels like a tangible enough through line. Yeah. Well, and I think it just, like, it, it explores, like, breakups, yes, but, like, it explores relationships in general. Yeah. Like romantic relationships and friendships, yeah, and a little bit of family, and it, it I think that it explores those relationships in very real and honest ways, and a big part of real realistic romantic relationships is breakups. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah, I think that's my that's my spin. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, I feel like. There is such a truthfulness. We talked about this a little bit last week, I think. But there's such a truthfulness to um, Meriwether's writing across the board. Mm -hmm. There's really like an honesty and a vulnerability and also a sense of humor kind of all packed into one. Um, And I think you see that with how she writes relationships and breakups as well. It makes for kind of a good thing to watch when you're going through a breakup yourself, you know, like in my notes, I reference New Girl as my dirty dancing. You know, it's kind of <laughs> like your your shoulder. It's your Patrick Swayze to turn to when things aren't going so well. I think of one of those first, I think it's the first two episodes where... Jess is lying on the couch um, and just crying to Dirty Dancing, <laughs> and no one in the loft knows yeah, what to that's do. It's in the pilot. Oh, is yeah. it? All right. Yeah, it's in the pilot, and they just they just don't know what to do. I also think of. <laughs> Sorry, I just made myself laugh. I think of <laughs> when I do that all the time. When Jess breaks up with Fancy Man, and she's playing the sad song <laughs> over and over and over and over again, and then it stops, and Winston goes, "She's dead." <laughs> the song stopped she must have died in there well and then also when she breaks up with sam i just rewatched this episode when she breaks up with sam um well like basically like nick breaks them up yeah because he yeah um <laughs> but she's like sitting and drinking wine and and like Nick comes in to like try to cheer her up and she's like i just want to listen to taylor swift alone yeah <laughs> Like, Taylor Swift is another great uh, breakup companion. Oh, absolutely she is. (laughs) All sorts of, yeah, really good moments. I also think of, (laughs) I think this is also in the pilot with um, Nick sitting in Caroline's sweater, (laughs) just crying. (laughs) 
<laughs> something about the way or also like i think that i think this is like in um in possibly in like the second or third episode there's a flashback to where nick is like calling caroline <laughs> and he's like hello caroline i, I do i miss you <laughs> I love you, I do. Yeah, that's like the, like the Dick Van Dyke accent. Uh huh. I think it's. I think those all of those moments are really helpful because they're things that we actually do in breakups, but they're also very very funny. Like you can mm-hmm. you can laugh at yourself, and that I think takes you a little bit further along your way if you're actually going through a, a broken heart or a right. breakup. Well, and it's like what um, the quote that I the quote from Liz Merriweather that I um, read uh, last time was that like people having problems is funny. Yeah, that's like that's, you know, that's new girl in one sentence. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, I loved that. Um, I think that's that's such a smart musing, I think, (laughs) like it's because it's so true. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's harder to see the funny parts unless you really look at them in your own life when you're going through something like that. So it's helpful to kind of uh-huh. have a reminder like, hey, <laughs> your part, hey. your partner maybe wasn't perfect or maybe there's something uh, funny right. or maybe, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, I think it, I just think it's super helpful. I also can't help but see breakups as a catalyst for the show in general at the beginning. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We, you know, we first meet Jess when she is in the taxi in her trench coat, um, ready to be Big Boobs Johnson. (laughs) Two boobs. Two Two boobs boobs Johnson. (laughs) That's even better. Well, first she says, first she says Rebecca Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Then she's like. Two two boobs, Johnson, two, two, two. and then and then like by the time she gets there, though it's evolved into tiger boobs. Oh, that's right, <laughs> tiger tiger boobs. <laughs> and she's on the phone, and it's our introduction to her relationship with Cece. Also, because mm-hmm. she's telling her what she's gonna do, and then of course we get to Jess's home, and we catch Spencer with. <laughs> With Rochelle. Rochelle. She's like a mermaid. She's like a mermaid. <laughs> and it's kind of our introduction to, you know, Jess as a character that she's trying to kind of breathe new life into this relationship by surprising him at home and kind of trying to challenge herself. And there's also, you know, this necessary ending, right? With Spencer, who I, um, ew gross i i don't i know (laughs) i don't understand spencer at all Uh uh-uh no even if he had been like a great guy i don't i don't get it but you know (laughs) you do you jess it's okay but i I don't understand um and then so while jess is going through this across town nick has also i think is a few weeks into his breakup with caroline I thought they said a few months. Oh. I mean, it doesn't, like, not that it really matters, but, yeah. Months is funnier, though. (laughs) Yeah. I've been there. I've been there with heartbreak, but it is also (laughs) funnier when you're still sitting in the person's sweater after four months Uh and calling them. And saying, hello, Caroline. (laughs) I loved you. I do. (laughs) Um, 
But yeah, in that way, though, they both kind of um, find each other, you know, because Jess answers the ad, Jess desperately needs to leave this living situation, and she finds four reluctant men who are kind of like, <laughs> what is this now? What's what's going on? Who's that girl? Who's Literally, who's it's that girl? Jess. It, it's Jess. It's Jess. <laughs> and... Nick at that point desperately needs a new love interest, a new girl. I can't help but hear that uh, in the title. Uh, a new girl. A new girl. And it's just she lands on her his doorstep. Um in the same way that like uh Ross says in Friends, Ross says, I want to be married again, and then Rachel comes in in the And then Rachel comes in in a wedding, in a wedding dress. dress. Yes. In that same classic sitcom, like heightened reality situation sense yeah okay so but I have a question for you so like I've been listening to welcome to our show yeah which is a uh it's a podcast hosted by Zoe Deschanel Lamorne Morris and Hannah Simone where they it's basically like a rewatch podcast so like they go they're going through and like rewatching. Um, I gotta listen to that. Girl. That sounds amazing. So, like, something that that Zoe Deschanel talked about in, like, the first episode of the podcast was, like, and, sh- like, she talked about it as if they didn't know yet that that Jess and Nick were going to end up together because she's, she said something like, at, like during their like while they were filming the pilot or like right after they filmed the pilot there were like talks of like oh Zoe and Jake have like great chemistry right. so we need to try to keep them apart for now like when they're writing episodes so like okay so do you think that Liz Merriweather knew when she was writing the pilot that Nick and Jess are going to end up together or do you think that it's something that developed later when they when they saw like what good chemistry Zoe and Jake had that's so interesting because hearing that new data I would think maybe maybe it wasn't decided but when I look at the writing of that first season it feels like the they're it, both set up. Right. You know? Yeah. It definitely does feel that way. So, like, the wedding episode is, like, yeah. one of my favorite episodes of the whole series. And it's, like, the third episode of the show. Yeah. And where, like, Jess is pretending to be Nick's girlfriend. <laughs> like, this is, like, a very, a very tropey like, right. rom-com setup. And at that point, like, it seems very clear, like, of course, this is where they're going. But in the pilot, I don't know that it is that obvious. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to view it through the lens of not knowing. Right. When we already know. <laughs> but, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I also, you know, given... um given what you mentioned about how great their chemistry is and it's amazing i wonder Mm -hmm. if it wasn't written that way but we can't help but see it that way because of their chemistry together you know sure sure hmm yeah well and i think about like the way that the pilot is written i'm i'm trying to remember so like it's 
So, like, um, Jess gets stood up for her date. Aww. And the the three guys all, you know, come join her at the restaurant. Yeah. And I think, isn't it Nick who, like, initiates that? He's the one who's like, hey, you guys, we need to go help her. It is, I think. Okay. So maybe, like, that little detail could have been pointing <sighs> yes. and then- to that. You know what else happens in that part is Caroline asks him to get a drink and he says, I can't. Because mm. he has to so go he, save yeah. Jess. Right. Okay. I mean, it's like, it could just be like that he's moving on from Caroline sure. and it has nothing to do with Jess. Sure. And he just wants to help her because she's their roommate and they care about her as a friend. Yeah. But, like, I think you can, like, I think it's easy for us to interpret it as he's showing romantic interest because we know that that's how it goes. Right. But I don't know that it necessarily has to be interpreted that way. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I'm like, I could see it all sorts of different ways. Uh, I also, um, I'm thinking about how Caroline, isn't that the moment where Caroline said, Je- or sorry, not Jess, Nick asks Caroline what went wrong. And Caroline says, I never knew you even cared about me until it was mm. over. And then in that same conversation, he says, well, I got to go help Jess. I don't know. Ugh. The actress who played hmm. Caroline is great too. She's so good. <laughs> yes, I love Caroline. So like funny. as a like the character of Caroline, I think is great. Yeah, I wanted to know more of her story. Even I really like yeah. to like her, um, and I liked her with Nick too. I felt like they had good chemistry too in later seasons. Yeah, it was like they fit together somehow. Yeah, yeah. kind of like when Lorelai is with Christopher. Right, we're like you know they're not end game but they work like it's yeah they work and they you know they're that kind of fascinating duo where you know that they're actors who don't know each other but they feel like a couple with time put in Mm -hmm. you know yeah they feel like people there's a history there yeah yeah but yeah i don't Mm -hmm. know a listener let us know what you think (laughs) what do we if we could just ask Liz Merriweather, yeah. is this what you intended, Elizabeth? <laughs> who was your, that just sounds, who was your intended? Anyway, um, all to say that, like, whether or not Jess was meant to be, like, Nick's new girl or not, I think the more important reading of the title is that Jess gets to find a new version of herself. You know, yes, and that's the most important part of any breakup is that even though it's terrible, you are afforded the opportunity to change and to grow and to like think about yourself in the new, and that's kind of in the nude. <laughs> think of yourself in the nude, dear listener. <laughs> I try not to, <laughs> I try to all the time. <laughs> You try to think of me in the nude. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go. This is this has been Pop DNA. It's been a good run. I'm going to Goodbye. Bye, bye now. We'll see you next okay, week. <laughs> but yeah, I have a few case studies if you will of different breakups that I thought we could chat about. 
So yes, I think my first question to you, Rhonda, is okay. Like, how did Justin More Spencer questions. last ten years? Yeah, what? I don't know. I don't know. I I think it's like that thing where you just get really comfortable with someone, yeah. and like you're so like stuck in the routine with this person that you don't notice <laughs> that you've kind of grown apart. Yeah, and you know I think that's kind of it's that's kind of a cliche like in movies and TV and stuff. But I think that that really happens in real life too. Absolutely. And you know sometimes like I think sometimes you like. It, both people choose to stay in that relationship because it's comfortable. And I think, like, if if they communicate about that, like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Right. Um, but, you know, so if, if it's, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I think that's definitely one of the more common reasons is you just kind of start like it's like that movie um oh there's a movie with ben schwartz three-year anniversary or anniversary or john ralphio yeah he finally got a girl um (laughs) not leslie oh my gosh he's he's in love with leslie though like obviously (laughs) remember he's like hey do you want to get married for an insurance scam but then we fall in love for real (laughs) then we fall in love for real Aw, I love that man. Um, but Ben... He's the worst! No, really, she's the worst. Um, he's He and Noelle Wells are in a movie that's about a couple who were, in to get, who were together for three years, and then on their third... I think it's called Third Anniversary. Um, but they have to figure out whether, the, whether it is a comfort relationship or if... Like, there's actually something there. So I think that this kind of thing happens all the time. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, in a way, it's also true um, for Nick and Caroline, too. Like, maybe I do, but I think with Nick and Caroline, I can see more of where a spark might have come from. But I do wonder if it had fizzled out at that point, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Especially when Caroline, as we mentioned a little earlier... When Caroline says, I didn't even realize that you cared about me until after we broke up. So clearly, right. Nick got a little complacent about... Um, and that's another thing that happens a lot, I think, is people forget to express how they feel for someone. Because they kind of either yeah. either take it for granted that the person knows when maybe they don't feel like they know. or um, Right. Or maybe you kind of fall out of interest with them, so you, like... Or you don't express it in a way that that person understands yeah. and is able to receive. I think that is what happens a lot, too. That's huge. Yeah. Like, we have so many ways that we communicate um, that we feel are crystal clear, and someone else might mm-hmm. not even really... It just goes completely over their head. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Man, human relationships. 
freaking fascinating. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know how like sound the idea of like love languages is right. on like a psychological level, but I think there is like a little bit of something to it. Yeah. But like, there the way that we re- like interpret or receive affection like i think each person has a different you know yeah a different way that they that they that they perceive that so absolutely and i yeah i think a conversation around it too with your partner is a really good way of like avoiding misinterpretation Mm -hmm. like saying Uh hey when you empty the dishwasher that makes me feel really loved and appreciated because I made the food or whatever, you know, whatever it Uh is, whatever those little things are, I feel like communicating those things is super um, important. Yeah. Okay. Ms. Marriage counselor. I I kind of just walked right into it. Um, (laughs) I think also like, I feel like these two relationships, so um, Nick, or not, um, yeah, Jess and Spencer and Nick and Caroline kind of showed each character maybe not necessarily what they're doing wrong, but where they can maybe grow a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, when we see Jess and Spencer um, later, Cece says later, much later, when she's dating, when Jess is dating Fancy Man. Cece kind of points out like Jess always decides that she needs to fix people and I think that Uh probably happened a lot with Spencer Uh Um, and then Cece goes on to say you're maybe not comfortable with fancy man because he doesn't like need you to fix him. He doesn't need to be fixed. Yeah, Yeah totally um I think what she, I think what she says is that like you, um, you're always taking care of people and you can't, or, or like something like, and, and now like, um, like you don't want to let him take care of you or something like that. Yeah. Which she's such a good friend. She's, Cece is so wise. I love her. I love her too. (laughs) We're going to get to her relationship in a second. But mm. oh my, I'm I'm still unpacking my emotions about all of that. By the way, uh, right? Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Jess kind of gets to take a look at that within herself, and then I think Nick and Caroline. Nick gets to take a look at how he expresses um, how he's feeling to people that he's romantically involved with and I think that's something I think Nick has an issue across the board with expressing his feelings because we see it we see it in the (laughs) iconic gave you cookie got you cookie like Uh (laughs) he again he thinks he's being super clear and then other people are like right I don't feel appreciated or I don't feel like you communicated that um or like He'll go to, like, elaborate lengths, like, disguise himself (laughs) and, like, try to, like, be in Jess's creative writing class incognito (laughs) because he thinks that, like, one of her students wants to murder her. (laughs) Like, (laughs) this is how Nick shows affection. Right. (laughs) Julius Pepperwood. (laughs) 
love him so much. Um, I I love him as a character, but I feel like in real life, I like I would not be able to be friends with him. Yeah. (laughs) I can't handle this. I feel like if Nick if Nick were real, we would either be soulmates. Or, yeah, like you're saying, I would find him. It, <laughs> like, mm, no. It's like either, either like such a hit that it would just be perfect or it wouldn't work at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, like imagine college, Nick. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Yikes. Um, college Nick and College Schmidt are aw. like my favorite. That's my favorite. My favorite flashbacks are so are college Nick and college Schmidt. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and then I get so angry at how people treat Schmidt. But anyway, um, I know it's so stupid. Uh. Um, but yeah, those were kind of our first two relationships I wanted to talk about today be- because they they really kick off the show, um, and then we get to. Cece and Schmidt and Elizabeth. Hmm. Yeah. This is a doozy. Which, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched, if you don't... I don't think we... No, we don't need to do spoiler alert. We have not... We will not alert you to spoilers. I take it This show ended four years ago. If you haven't watched it by now, why are you listening to this? Honestly. And if you... (laughs) If you don't immediately recoil at the thought of Cece and Schmidt and Elizabeth, like if you don't know what I'm talking about right now, just go straight to jail. Just, just, just leave. Jail. Jail. Believe it or not, jail. Believe it or not, jail. Overcook, undercook. <laughs> okay. So Cece and Schmidt and Elizabeth. Um, oh, boy. You know, can I just say, okay, so like my initial like thought when you say Cece and Schmidt and Elizabeth, like I don't recoil, but my first thought is like, okay, Cece and Elizabeth are two very classy ladies. Yeah. And Schmidt doesn't deserve either one of them, at least at this time that they're, that this all happens. Absolutely. Um, just wanted to get that out there. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think I understand how I understand that we had to let like Elizabeth's plotline kind of shrink back if we wanted to focus on Cece and Schmidt. And I get that. But I like I still miss her character. I love yeah. Elizabeth. She was great. She was so good. And I also like the thing that I like loved that the show did with this storyline is that it very easily could have been like pitting Elizabeth and Cece against each other as rivals and it never goes there and I'm so happy that it doesn't like they both you know I it's been a while since I have watched um this storyline but like if I remember right like they both say something to Schmidt to the effect of how could you have done this to this other woman as well as to me? And like, they, you know, like they're, they're on each other's side, even though like, you know, that like 
traditionally in this kind of storyline, they would be pitted as rivals, but they're like in each other's corner, even though they don't know each other. Absolutely. Which I think is like so great. Yeah. I really, I love that too. I love how, um, yeah, if, if I'm remembering it correctly as well, they both have that compassion for the other human. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's like what? And they both, I think that the, it's really important also that they both give Schmidt this look of like, like there's anger, of course, and there's hurt, but there's also like a, like a, how could you have done this? Right. Like a pity almost. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Like you idiot. What do you mean you're doing <laughs> right. this right now? Like, because I think that they both know him well enough to know there's good to him and that he's like mm-hmm. digging himself in a hole. He's self-sabotaging. Yeah. Um, I think it also, I think you can't get there unless both relationships actually have like a, a love to them. You know, like mm-hmm. a, these weren't cursory relationships neither of these were a fling like elizabeth and schmidt had been together many years before and it was like a formative relationship for both of them and then cc and schmidt you know oh i can't even i get chills when i even think about them (laughs) like so for both couples it's it's deeper than just like a one night stand or something and that kind of, yeah. kind of a cheating scenario. Um, and then you also see, I always think about the scene. Um, so for those who don't remember this detail very well, it Schmidt doesn't want to tell either woman because he feel he's trying to fix it. There's some part of Schmidt yeah. that's trying mm-hmm. To not hurt either person. And yes, he is being incredibly selfish with that. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not about, it's not about. He's trying to have his cake and eat it too. Yeah. Like there's, this is a terrible thing he's done, but in, he's fooled himself into thinking he doesn't have to hurt either person. Mm-hmm. And you see him kind of grappling with having hurt too people that he cares deeply about and I think watching some of those episodes after this happens where Schmidt kind of takes stock of himself um, is some of the most interesting and Cece too certainly um, like both of them taking stock of themselves in this deep hurt is some of my favorite writing in the entire show and where they go how they go inward and rely on themselves um to get through this there's such a strength to Cece as she goes through this mm-hmm. um yeah I, this is one of my favorite episodes this breakup scene where <laughs> they go all oh, where um Winston is trying desperately to hold the table the like <laughs> <laughs> and um Nick or sorry yeah Nick and Jess are trying to get there so that Jess can tell Cece what she's happened I happened upon it Uh (laughs) and then um, of course 
Cece gets there and finds out and we see her like live through the shock and hurt and that like their relation their um conversation in the restaurant is just so beautifully acted by Hannah Simone I like there's a lot of important scenes that happen in restaurants yeah I mean, yeah. I'm, like, just realizing that. <laughs> There's a bunch of them. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and kind of that, like, because I think that, that kind of tags on with um, how med... How, wow. Well, wow. Okay. I think that kind of tags on with, <laughs> you okay there? with where, like, these moments happen in real life, you know? They don't happen just, like, in a vacuum at your house. They happen... Mm-hmm. Out at dinner, they happen in public, in in um, almost devastatingly public spaces. Um, and I think back to Meriwether's quote about how uh, um, characters, people having problems, is funny. yeah, people having problems is funny. If you put that into right? like a really <laughs> big public space. That's where some of that humor comes it from. It heightens the drama. Yeah. Like it heightens the drama and and thereby heightens the humor. Like remember how much thereby. Thereby. <laughs> remember how much fun you and I had at I am Jessica Tay. Yeah, thereby. <laughs> and it, like this makes me think of last weekend at coffee when we saw that awkward date happening. Oh my gosh! And you and I oh. had so much fun watching it. That was... <laughs> That's like real life new girl, you know. <laughs> We're fascinated with other people oh in God. their relationships with yes. each other. We're just in CC. We're just in CC. Um, <laughs> and uh, I well yeah. We're just in Nick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> lifers for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then this this final note that I have in here is about I still again I'm still unpacking this relationship to the Mars landing episode where Nick and Jess mm. break up. Uh-huh. This is one of my very favorite episodes maybe of TF- oh TV ever. I <laughs> I'm a little bit obsessed with this episode. This this feel I mean it's of course it's very funny. But it's also, there's something so real about how this breakup happens. Um, mm-hmm. So the Mars landing episode happens after I think everyone's been up all night. I don't remember why. Um, but like, I think they were at some party. Playing true American. Playing true American. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah, something happened. I feel like these kind of honest conversations often happen when you're sleep deprived, which is uh-huh. never, never great. Because you have no filter at that point. Yeah, and these things have obviously been on your mind for a long time. Um, and that sleep deprivation kind of helps. And they're also likely hungover, and they're just, they get into it, right? And like... There's a few moments in here um, after they've kind of processed the, all the things that maybe they don't have in common or all the things that have not been going well with this relationship for a really long time. Um, 
there's a moment where I where both of them look at each other and say, "Oh, but we're not breaking up though. Like this isn't mm. this isn't over. Like I still care about you so much." Yeah. But then ultimately it does. And I think that is a conversation that I also think happens very often is right. I oh, this isn't ending. This is just something that we can work through and then the more that you sit there and look at it now that you've expressed how you're feeling the more it kind of hits you oh or maybe this is just going to be really sad but maybe yeah a piece of me that was working in this relationship needs to move on needs to go and find something new needs to grow like I've outgrown this I just um it gives me, again, it gives me chills just thinking about it. Like, and I think, I think it's so well acted that they're genuinely fighting with each other and they're genuinely frustrated, but you still get those moments peppered in of how much they do love each other. And like, <laughs> peppered, peppered, like Julius Pepperwood, <laughs> like Julius Pepperwood. Oh, I love him so much. Um, yeah. I just chef's kiss to this episode and how it Mwah. thinks about yeah a breakup. Uh, yeah. And that isn't that like, so I haven't watched that episode in a long time because it makes me sad. But yeah. isn't it like, <laughs> like, like Jess has like asked Nick to put together like this toy, like they're going to like a toddler's birthday yes. party. Right. And, like, Jess has, like, been asking Nick to help her put this yeah. toy together. And he hasn't done it and hasn't done it and hasn't done it. And then. Yeah. And it and it, it's just that little thing that just, yeah. like, kind of eats away. But it's, like, that's, you know, kind of, like, the final straw. Yeah. But, like, it's things like this that have been kind of building up the whole time. And that was just the one thing that was one too many. And yeah. yeah, and the way that Nick is like, oh, but we'll put it together now. And it's like, well, no, now it's too late. Now, yeah. like, it's after the fact. We can't. No. It... Yeah. And there's. Oh, I'm forgetting the actual language that they use, but there's a moment where Jess says, if I was honest to you, if I was honest all the time, we wouldn't have anything in common anymore or we wouldn't have mm. anything yeah that worked in this or something something along the lines of she's been feeling this for a long time and she's kind of been right. like almost denying her own feelings about it not working because she does love him and Mm-hmm. Once again, another thing that happens in many, many relationships is you uh-huh. you keep saying, Absolutely. oh, no, it's great. No, no, no. I love this person. No, this is great. And <laughs> this is also happening, but it's fine. And then all of a sudden the toy is not made for the toddler's birthday. And mm-hmm. yeah. And you break up. And you you <laughs> break up and hung over on like a Sunday morning. And then you both cry about it and take care of each other. There's that great moment where, like, yeah, he. I think he gives her more tissues, doesn't he? 
because they're both having yeah. to process all of the, oh, this whole episode, like. Ugh. All right, I'm going to have to rewatch it now. Yeah, it's really. It's going to make me sad, but really I, I need to see it. The whole, yeah. I think, as we kind of move away from this specific instance, the whole relationship between Nick and Jess is one of my favorite in television history. I mm. love them. Yeah. It's it's like it's the grumpy sunshine yeah. trope. Yeah. In romance, which I love. I do too. <laughs> um and it's it's also kind of opposites attract, which really like grumpy sunshine is kind of like a sub heading of <laughs> opposites attract, I guess when you think about it. Right. But, yeah. Um, and I think, but it's also like they're friends for a long time yeah. before they get together, which I love that too. Yeah, and they stay friends after they break up. Yeah, which I don't think is as common in real life as it is <laughs> on TV. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's nice. And I think like one of the things that I love about Nick so much is that he is grumpy. But he, has, <laughs> but then he has such a large heart, and he like wants the sunshine so badly, but he doesn't know mm-hmm. really how to get there on his own. So he needs yeah. like others. I think, I think another um, grumpy sunshine pairing is Schmidt and um, Schmidt and Nick. You know, like yeah. I think to some level. The things that Nick says um, he doesn't like about Schmidt are things that he wishes he could emanate himself a little bit. And yeah. Nick kind of, Nick's a, <laughs> Nick is like um, Jackson from from Gilmore Girls. He's a searcher. Oh, he's a little bit of a searcher. A searcher. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> and I think sometimes. I don't know. I think sometimes Jess, like, I don't know that she wants to be grumpier, but I think sometimes being the sunshine gets exhausting, you know? Yes, absolutely. Being the sunshine for everyone is, can be a little bit like, okay, <laughs> this, is, this is too yeah. much. But, the, but then, like, at a certain point, you feel like people expect you to be yeah. the sunshine, even when you're not feeling like the sunshine. Yeah. And so you kind of try to put a brave face on it, but yeah, sometimes the sun sh- the sun needs to rest for a little while. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna rest right here. Um, uh huh. But yeah, yeah. Those are love it. Those are the love relationships it, it, of New Girl. Yes, that's all, all of them. Of there them. is no more, no more to talk about. All of them. We didn't even talk about. <laughs> well. There's plenty more to talk about, but I think I think we're we're kind of done. <laughs> the real love story of Winston and Ferguson is, is oh my favorite. When Winston is my favorite character on the whole show, I love him, and I love how much he loves Ferguson <laughs> when he takes the cat after he finds out he's cheating. I know, I think, or she's cheating. I think. 
Uh-huh. I've talked about this in every single one of these episodes so far, but it's just <laughs> such a phenomenal move. Like you can't, yes. you obviously can't take care. You don't care about anyone else but yourself. So you can't take care of this cat. So I am going yeah. to take the cat. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, um, next week we are going to be hopefully a little bit lighter (laughs) yeah um (laughs) um we're gonna talk about uh some geeky things and some women in sitcoms yeah and i mean we always talk about geeky things sure um but (laughs) um yes so that is on what's up next for next week next week on new girl next week Um, on our new girl series. Yeah, it should be yeah. a, a fun romp. We'll have a good time. A romp, if you will. A romp. Uh any anything else anything else to add, Aaron? Um, to tell the good people. I'm, I, I'm really excited about New Girl <laughs> and yes. uh, next week. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Um Go go ahead and follow us on Instagram if you're brave enough. If, if you dare. If you can accept infrequent posts <laughs> that have little to no creative value, um, go ahead and follow go us. Go right ahead. <laughs> yeah. Go right ahead. And we will see you next time. Bye, friends. Bye-bye.